Well, good day, everyone, and uh, coming to you in week, I'm not even sure what week it is, but welcome to the Vince and Bill Show. I'm Vince Hawkins. And I am Bill Molden, and uh, we had a fantastic worship service today. Hopefully, uh, you won't just listen to the podcast, but you'll actually go back and watch or listen to uh, the sermon, because today, brother, you really brought... uh, a lot of meat to the table today. Amen, bro. Uh, it was obvious that you had spent time dwelling uh, on this passage, and I think uh, I think what that what that does is that that allows us as communicators of God's word mm. to really give more heart and not just content. Mm. Content's really important. Context is more important mm-hmm, than content. Mm-hmm. But when you when you really can give people something that has where it's been ministering to you by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And then you're able to communicate that. It uh, really is powerful. Well, I can say this, a huge shout out to God because God put this on, um, on my heart through A.T. Ernest in Chicago, just in a conversation. A.T. randomly called me. We get on the phone and talk for maybe an hour or two occasionally and it doesn't happen often but we were just in one of those i don't know i I call it those little childhood moments where at and i were just talking and we got on the topic of luke four so we text each other literally almost every day this week on that topic of course i did a devotional on on friday and then you you offer some great insights in that passage as well as our staff so no i just say this was spirit-led spirit-driven amen amen and uh, I think that's that's a big point, especially for those who are leading Bible talks, listening to this podcast. You have to trust the fact that the things that God puts on your heart really mm. are meant to minister, not just to you, but to everyone else that you get to influence. True and that. I think uh, this is such a great example of that because we actually had kind of a plan. Yes. And uh, we just kind of, kind of well, let's set that one aside <laughs> because God obviously wants us to do that. But Amen. let's... Uh, Let's kind of break down the sermon here a little bit. Uh, the sermon title was Identity Theft. Yep. Thank you for that. And, uh, <laughs> you know, a Holy Spirit moment. Uh, you know, it's amazing what you could find on Google really fast. Um, uh, but it was part of the free software that uh, we get with Proclaim. Oh, sweet. So a little product placement. Proclaim, if you're listening, you could send the check to Gateway City Church. That's right. Uh, anyway. But, uh, but you broke down the temptations into three attempts Satan tries to not only steal Jesus's identity, but our own. Right. And I love this first point because you, you just emphasize the, the most operative word in, in our struggle against this world, if you are. Yeah. That idea of if. Yeah. And uh, you made a fantastic point of Jesus's response shows that he was not going to be defined by how he was feeling at that moment, but was going to be defined by what God says about him. Yeah, that's really good. I think, uh, you know, something so cool about that. I mean, many times I've looked at that passage. You're, you're right. I mean, Jesus is hungry and Satan will prey on whatever weakness we have in that moment. Though he's full of the Holy Spirit, he is Jesus. Satan going, hey, I bet you're a little hungry right now. And so, yeah, that those two powerful little letters put together, if. Um, they really are intended to cause question, generate some. Sometimes it's good if asking that question because it, it makes you reflect a little bit more deeply. But sometimes it's intended to create doubt. And I think in this case, 
hey, man, are you sure you are who you are? And if you are, why don't you prove it? Uh, so I think Satan's definitely going after a part of Jesus in a moment of weakness. And Jesus responds appropriately. You know Amen. what? I'm not going to be defined by how I'm feeling in this moment. I am defined by God's word. Man does not live on bre- uh, bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So good. Yeah. So good. So. You know, and it, it does make me wonder, you know, what, what are some of the things uh, do you think that... Uh, just you know the average disciple who is uh in there working uh <laughs> probably working from home nowadays right but but they're in their they're in their daily routine and and they just kind of feel these if you are kind of things what would be some of the some of the ploys some of the tactics of our enemy yeah well uh, we're, during those times well we're all real vulnerable I know when covid started um I just felt so you know, alone, out of rhythm, right? right? You just feel like, and and it's frankly, it's depressing a little bit. Uh, some people really enjoy, you know, this working from home, being by themselves. But man, if you got your kids at home with you, you're trying to get them homeschooled. That was all frustrating. Uh, and then the, your fr- your level of frustration and and whatever you may be into the the negative thoughts about yourself, about the world, about God, all of that is is. It's 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 making you feel this sense of man. If I was a Christian, I would right. not be acting right. and thinking this way. And so we're doubting ourselves. We're questioning ourselves. We're, we're scared, and we're grieving. I, I keep saying this. I think we went into grieving when COVID hit. I mean, you there's no way you can see all of those deaths of people, and, right. and not just in our country, but around the world, and not feel a sense of grief. And when you're grieving, it's a place of weakness. Right. It's when you start to think the doubt yourself the more the most. You doubt God. You doubt others. Not to mention everyone who's walking near you or around you. You've got to avoid them. <laughs> you can't see their face. You're questioning them. You're questioning whether or not they have COVID. Uh, just all of this is part of the process. So I think it's a lot of doubt, a lot of questioning. We're, we're primed for that right now. Right, so. right. And, 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 and just following even the thought of the, the flow of Luke's account here, yeah. when you're weak, you're tempted to grasp for power. That's it. And uh, you made a great point um, uh, during the sermon on how that search for power uh, really is at the threshold of what's what Satan is trying to do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, the world has been run uh, by people of power. It's yeah. the language of empire. Yep. It's the it's the it's the Egypt yep. that wants to have control and dominion. And and then you kind of flip the coin on that, and you have have God's version of it as being a people of shalom or mm-hmm. peace. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, uh, and, and you brought this out in, uh, in, in the sermon that when we search for power, we're, we're really kind of falling into the entrapments of this world and Satan's plan. Mm. But God is always searching for a people of peace. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, when, when Satan goes, I could show you all, or he does show all the kingdoms of the world. Yeah. Uh, and you made a great point about it was given to him. Yeah. He has authority by the grace of God. But yeah. either way, he's he's got all this authority to give kingdoms away. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, and of course, Jesus is like, 
well, you can you can keep your system. Yeah, uh, you can keep your kingdom if that's what it's about. I'm I'm doing something completely new. Yeah, and then you shifted this gear into talking about the system of empire, and right. the system of of things, and just systems in general. Yeah, and you kind of you kind of made this fantastic, and it was one of those you could see even in, in my notes. I was like. I had to I had to start typing all these little rabbit trails that this was uh, this was gonna lead me on, but the system is built by the enemy. Yeah, I just thought that was so important for us to kind of kind of clear away. You, what? How would you expand on that a little bit? Well, um, I mean, you, you're right. I, I think that 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 is. Uh, that's one of the intense things about this, right? I think uh, you were talking about this. If you can kind of imagine that when when, when God's sitting around, he, okay, you can have the, the system, you can have, and, and Satan is out there constantly working to create chaos, struggle for power, uh, people wrapping their self-worth up in all of those struggles and the systems and whatnot and just the, the the battle and the struggle to overthrow this system to put in place a different system and a different power and all of these things and it's chaotic in and of itself it it only leads us back to where it's it's circular reasoning honestly yeah, we exactly. just keep going in a circle over and over again and and so i, I think that's what satan that's part of his 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 um his building he wants to build a chaotic system. It looks real organized, right? It looks like it's cool. It looks like it's productive. It's got its markets. It's got its systems in place, you yeah. know, whether it's a caste system in India, which seemed like a good idea at one point, And now I think we would all go, who would ever come up with such a stupid idea? Yeah, exactly. Slavery, even whether as the Egyptians had it, whether as it was practiced in other nations throughout the world, and of course the horrend how it was horrendously practiced here in uh, North America or in the Americas, horrendous seemed like a great idea at the moment. We're incredibly embarrassed by that because these systems are built by Satan, and they are all about chaos. Yeah, they they only seem to be at peace. The nations are in uproar. There's wars. There's rumors of wars. This will always be the case. There will always be tension. And so, uh, no, this is a, this is a, uh, it's helpful to see that, of course, Jesus is aware of this, uh, but it's good for us to understand who's, who's really calling the shots in the world. That's right. That's and, right. Um, and God expects his people to pull back from that and to say, you know, I've really created you to be a people with a Sabbath, yeah. to be a people of rest. Amen. We, we we operate in a work, 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 vacation. Work, 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 <laughs> vacation. And I think God wants Which us to work. Is work also. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and God wants us to work and take a Sabbath. That's right. God wants us to be a people at peace. Amen. He wants us to be a people at rest. But we don't want it. Yeah. We struggle with the idea. In fact, we often believe, if I rest... Then I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose power. That's right. And and when you catch yourself in those sort of cycles, mm-hmm. and you know, and again, we're we're talking big picture here, but man, it boils down to households. Yes, it's the same type of of dynamic. 
you know, even as we do marriage counseling, yeah. you know, one of the f- main things we always teach couples is who is the real enemy? That's right. And I'll give you a hint. It's not your spouse. <laughs> That's right. That's you know, right. And, uh, you know, and I think it's important. And I think uh, this has been something that's been a part of your uh your, your common vernacular and sermons, when you can clarify who the enemy is, right. yeah. you can start fighting battles that really bring change. This is true. I think when COVID hit, I think I, I was really, the, the spirit drew me to First Peter 5 there where that, it talks about how mighty God is and the uh, that we need to humble ourselves to our mighty God who. Uh, and I think through the process of humility, we can be alert to all the ways that our enemy, the devil, who is That's prowling right. around, not taking a break during a pandemic, not taking a break, certainly in social unrest. In fact, is responsible for the social unrest, not taking a break at all, totally willing to find the most rebellious, mm. disobedient, hard-headed to bring out the groups that just create more conflict and chaos. Our enemy is at work. But to know that our brothers and sisters all over the world are dealing with this same that's thing right. constantly, but we get that assurance because that's what First Peter says. But in due time, the God who Jesus who conquered it all, the God who is in charge, he will lift us up. We have to, as you say, we have to be alert. Uh, we cannot be on, on alert during these times. That's right. Disciples need to be on high alert. And sometimes I think we really, we just sort of roam around as if everything's going to be good. Like there's, like there's peace going on in the world when there really is no peace in the right. world. The peace only comes from Jesus. It starts inter- internally, right, so that we can... Well, we can give it away to others. So. Yeah, and it uh, it really does lead us to our kind of our our last discussion point here, uh, as we think about Satan's third attempt yeah. to try to derail Jesus from his identity. You know, uh, you did a great job of highlighting the fact that Jesus abuses some scripture just to kind of make his point. <laughs> right. You know, he will command angels concerning you. Uh, they will. Uh, Satan abuses scripture. Yes. Yeah, Satan, yeah, yeah, Satan yeah, abuses yeah, yeah. scripture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and so they will bear you up and your foot won't strike a stone. <laughs> right. All right. that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it, it is interesting because it, it does start again with uh, if you are. Yeah the son of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really does land on this, uh, this idea of will God really rescue us? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is, you know, as you pointed out that there was the, this, the account in Luke ends with, he left him until a more opportune time. Right. And then of course that more opportune time was when he was face to face, not only with Satan, but also with death. Yep. Yep. Being asked the same thing, Isn't that crazy coming yeah. coming in the form coming through a, a, a different vehicle. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've got uh, we've got it's people now saying this. Come down if you are the son of God. But I'm sure for Jesus, and we will believe it. That's you. right. Yeah. I'm sure those words are not lost on Jesus. Jesus, I don't know. You know, I'd like to think maybe his eye opened a little bit. That sounds familiar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know that sound. That's the voice. Of Satan right there. That's right. Uh, questioning and trying to, you know, uh, get me to 
you know, put my hope, or put my identity in something else. Jesus went to the cross, we all know, fully knowing, yeah. fully understanding, with the spirit of not my will, your will be done. And so I think Jesus obviously was very secure in who he was, uh, who he was created to be, why he was here. He was here and and why he would die and and so I, I I love that about Jesus. We gotta love that about Jesus. It makes him the ultimate hero in That's so right. many ways. That uh, even here now, again in the face of uh, he, where he's the most vulnerable, probably can't must he can only muster up seven words. <laughs> you know what I mean? But hey, he is still going to scripture. That's right. right? That's he right. is still every word proceeds every word proceeds from the mouth of God. Still, I will never bow down to your kingdom. And more importantly, my death is getting ready to create a kingdom that's going to crush all of your that's kingdoms right. anyway. That's right. You love that. Love that. Yeah, right? absolutely. And I also love the fact that Jesus was never confused mm. on who the problem was. That's right. Because Satan used human hands. To mm. put nails in his body. That's right. Satan used human voices mm. to say those words that were, you know, it's like we've all heard this before. That's that right. If you are, and if you are, mm. you know, you saved others, but you can't save yourself. Ooh. Yeah. And Jesus never was confused. In fact, he even interceded. Come on, bro. You know, for those humans. That's right. That's what makes powerful those words he could have called 10,000 angels. Oh, my goodness. To destroy the world. Preach. But this is what, this wasn't about the people. That's this right. was about the real enemy, which is Amen. why when he says to Peter, put that sword away. That's this right. is not about these guys. Okay? That's right. You know, there's Satan's going to get one hour. That's <laughs> what he says. This is not about these guys, Peter. Put the sword away. I need you to go save people like this. That's and that's right. why I'm dying. So. Well, and I love that because I also think that clarifies uh, if if you're feeling confused and, and just angry at all the events, mm. uh, just keep in mind, is it the people? Yeah. Or is it the power behind the people? Come on now. True yeah. that. And I, think, and I think this is one of those lessons that I think folks are just going to need to listen to it a couple of times, mm. have these type of discussions about it, because even as Vince and I... Or, yeah. or talking it over. Yeah. New, I can tell new I things are. Yes. Uh, we're like, oh. That's right. Turn the lights up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so uh, if you hear, as our faithful podcast <laughs> listeners, you hear something else in a sermon in the future, just pretend. Just pretend like, oh, wow, that was really original. You know, but, uh, but this is what happens when you get a chance to really dwell on a sermon that someone has really dwelled with God on. Amen. And uh, so Vince, thank you so much for uh, putting the time and the work into this and letting your heart be led by God. Amen. I think this really helped us to see Jesus in action, being tempted with identity theft, but yes. being strong till the end. Amen. Well, thank you, brother. Uh, it's great working with you. Great partnering with you. I love it. Love you. And uh, hey, let's... Let's, let's have another great week. Okay, together. man. Let's do it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.